You're listening to Brunch with me, Noreen Mir, on this Friday morning. And it is a treat because we're ending our week with the one and the only Sadia Osmani. Sadia, it's so good. Really, really good to see you today. Good morning to you. Yeah, <laughs> it's lovely to see you too because obviously I was doing the show on Monday, so we missed Chinwag. And we thought, okay, well, let's do Chinwag. You can't, you can't live without me, can you? Absolutely, Just... I cannot. And we can't, <laughs> we can't seem to, you know, be complete without a bit of Chinwag. And I think I'm on the show on Monday. It's a Monday, yes. It's it is Monday. Uh, yes. right. Full so, circle. So next week I'm doing the show. So anyway, so how are you? Everything all right with you? Yeah. It, um, so I was really poorly. I think I'm just a bit run down with you know so much going on, so yeah. much work, and 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 um, the the weather's been a bit you know. Yeah. Well, <laughs> actually, I have no real complaints <laughs> oh, yeah. about the weather. <laughs> oh yeah, you love. You know it. me. I just think it's okay because I know it's going to get hot and everything. And actually, it's very timely at the moment that the weather is actually quite cool and it's not like you're getting incredible hot or thirsty and that brings me to the topic of my chinwag today because as you I'm sure many of you will be aware that it is actually it's Ramadan I, I think every Ramadan I do actually talk about it so Ramadan is a ninth month of the Islamic lunar calendar when Muslims uh, across the world fast from sunrise to sunset for approximately 30 days for the whole month um, don't get me wrong in that sometimes when I say that people think oh my goodness are you fasting the whole 30 days like non-stop seriously i've had people ask me that um no it is not a continuous fast throughout the month it is a it is a fast every month between sunrise to sunset so for instance i um got up this morning and actually since i am a bit of a foodie you can wake me up any point of the night and i'm quite happy to to dig into whatever is on offer so do you know do people actually can eat a little bit before oh, yeah 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 oh no Snack. you i mean like this is yeah. a proper meal like you it is actually called suhoor and so basically what you do is you get up just before sunrise um so to this morning i got up about sort of four o'clock and i did a few preps and then and then i had uh, um a couple of toast and some <laughs> egg and some tea and uh and some fruit and um and then made sure i had a good bit of water and stuff and then i went to bed um um, you know, just before sunrise, about sort of, which is today was about four four minutes, five minutes past five. Um, and then you don't, nothing passes your lips at all. You don't eat, drink, um, nothing at all. It's really very much, um, you know, you give up lots of things. So it's a, it's a lot to do with kind of self-discipline. And so so then you're not eating throughout the day. Then when the sun sets, that's when you have food. And seriously, um, after not having any food at all, it absolutely tastes wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> it really does. I mean, generally. And you appreciate it. Uh, you do. Uh, you appreciate everything. And, and, and the it's water custom- as well. Yes. You know, Sadia, and it's, there's so much admiration and respect for, for, for people who, you know, stick to it because it really isn't easy especially when you're in hotter climates yeah yeah. i mean how do you um you 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 must sort of plan your day clear uh, carefully but there are some people who have to be outdoors and 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 have strenuous activities how how does that happen yeah well i think it's about juggling obviously in islamic countries what happens is that um you know uh 
a whole timetables are adjusted. So, you know, the working day starts earlier and then they finish early in the afternoon. And it's interesting because, you know, my my daughter actually works uh, for the Foreign Office in London and um, and she was saying that, you know, you know, Ramadan started and we had this massive big kind of press release, uh, you know, a notice come out to everybody to say, look, just to make you aware that people are fasting, please be sensitive about this. Although generally, you know, at the end of the day, when you're fasting, this is a choice you make personally and it's about your own religion or whatever. And I don't feel like uh, people always feel, say to me, oh, what, you know, uh, we won't eat in front of you. No, 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 it's rude. And I just think, no, listen, don't worry. You, you eat, doing, yeah. you drink, you be merry. It doesn't really matter because, you know, in my mind, I know psychologically this is a, a very special month and I need to do this. Yeah. Um, and the month is actually based very much on, it's it's on the lunar calendar. So, for instance, Ramadan changes by 11 days, becomes 11 days earlier. So we're gradually going sort of through the season. So as time moves on, you know, in certain places, the fastest, is going to get smaller you know so you may the like you know a number of years back we had really long fast i remember when i was living in scotland um it was almost like an 18 hour fast because you didn't get that light 18 you know hours. it was up to sort of 18 wow. hours which and and you know people do it but um, you're right because when we first covered yeah. this we, remember when we went to um we went to the markets it was in july sadia when That's we right. first and met. that's the peak of summer yeah, and in hong kong very so hot, hot. yeah yes. so so it's a, it is a test and it is about you know just managing things yourself being careful about like for instance i would normally do some form of exercise every day but during ramadan i cut it out because i just think look there's no point overdoing it um but i think you just have to manage things now not everyone has to fast so for instance if you are of a certain age if you're quite old if you're very young if you're like you know under 10s things like that um if you're ill if you have to take certain medication if you're pregnant or breastfeeding so there are allowances made for that if you have to also travel if you're taking a flight somewhere if you're going and you've got to travel a long distance then again it is exempt you do not need to fast you can actually make it up later on in you can make it up whenever you like so you might like to make it up when you know there are really short days and you think okay I'm gonna make this up or you can feed somebody you can feed people to make up for the, the fast that you've yeah. lost um, is also, there an age limit yeah well basically you know I think what happens is that, you know, children up to sort of 14, it's not, you know, you're not responsible for things until you're about 14. But what happens is that children kind of think, oh, it's kind of fun, let's do this. And and what they also know that, you know, sometimes when they do their first fast, they may have a special party or something and lots of people come and bring the presents and wow. things. <laughs> and so what happens in quite a few households is that the kids, you know, parents might say, okay, look, you can do it for two, three hours or something. And then they think it's fun and they do it for two, three hours. But I think, you know, the allowances are made in that so many children are at school, they've got exams, they've got all sorts of things and children have a busy schedule so I think it's really you have to be sensible it's about being sensible as well um, and obviously some people have got jobs where you know it's very difficult so I mean they can do as much as they can and and they have to sort of try to do it but at the same time it is very much um, a kind of month of you you try and give up you don't watch I don't watch any Korean dramas during Ramadan because it's like I could and then I could just spend my whole fast watching a Korean 
period of drama. But it is a time of self-discipline in that you try and contemplate, you spend time in reflection, you read the Quran, you, um, and you're very careful because you are fasting, like I'm fasting at the moment, you're very conscious of one, obviously you don't touch any food and things like that, but you're also oh, you very... you can't touch food. Oh, no, either. no, you, I mean, you don't, you're not yeah, going to go for it. Yeah. I mean, I touch it, I prepare it and do yeah. everything. I cook without having to taste anything. Wow. Um, but, but it's also about, you know, being careful, like thinking, okay, I'm not going to get angry. I'm not going to argue. I'm not going to talk about somebody. So it makes you very conscious of your own behavior. It is about sort of self-discipline. But at the same time, too, during this month, um, Muslims across the world pay something called zakat, which is um, a kind of thing for charity. So you give 2.5% of your net worth. Um, you know, each month you you give out to charity and you make sure that other people are being fed and they have. After. Yeah, and it's really going to people who really are not. So you know, if you don't find, and it's supposed to start at home. So for instance, even if you're if you're living in Hong Kong, if you know there are people who need support, then you your obligation is to do it from where you are living and then spread it out if you don't find. So you can like I give it. You know, I know that there are lots of Syrian refugees and and things are bad and so countries then I would try and give that money over to them so it is very nice it's a very community I if you have a large community it's a very community-based um, thing where people get together and they open fast together and they maybe have like potluck parties where they all take food and they all share it and then they eat it together so it is a and it's supposed to be like you know, a, a very blessed month in that you're supposed to, if you've done some awful things in last year and there's some things that you regret or whatever, this is the time that you ask God for forgiveness and you think, okay, and you ask for everything you like. And there are certain, like the last 10 days of the month are incredibly, like, important where you are supposed to pray and ask for all the things you want. And they say if you do it from your of a good heart and you do it earnestly, then, you know, you will, those prayers will be answered for you. So it is, I mean, people kind of really do accumulate lots of things and they think, no, I'm going to do it in this month. I'm going to do all the good deeds in this month because you get, it's like bonus points, reward <laughs> points, you know, you get much more during this month. But so. of course, like any practice, really, it's about consistency, not just this yeah, one month. Yeah, the, yeah, one month. And then, you know, lots of people just kind of think, okay, I'm going to do it this month. And then they forget. But we hope that, you know, something in that time, maybe even if one thing changes in you. Because they say it takes 21 days to actually form a habit. Yeah. So actually, if you've yeah. got 30 days, you can really uh, solidify that that habit. Um, Sadi, you know, I'm also a foodie. Let's talk about sort of the end of Ramadan. Mm-hmm. You mentioned that just now there's a there's a party to break the fast. Um, so is it sort of like a, a, a New Year party? Yeah, well, well, basically, I mean, each day, obviously, you break the fast and that can be done in any kind of like in a family atmosphere as a community in a community place whatever but then what happens at the end of the 30 days is that you we have a fet so you know in terms of a festival we have Edel Fitter right which is the festival of breaking fast and, and basically what that is is that it's kind of equivalent in terms of um, you know the significance and 
the impact of it, like Christmas, for instance, it is a big festival, and people generally would have like three days off. They would give, and it's a bit like you know, like if you think Chinese, Chinese New Year, year. you give um, you know packets. red red packets, yeah. and we give Eidi, which is almost we don't give it in a packet, but basically it is supposed to be where people whoever's earning gives it to other people who are not earning, like children, etc. So you see how much people are giving straight away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they give it, um, but now That's what's old happened? School. I think they don't lots, put it in an envelope. Yeah, it's nice in an envelope, so you don't know. I mean, but the thing is, what's happened now is, I think certainly, I, I think in my family, what we found as we were growing up, um, you know, because I was brought up in the UK, we always got a little bit cheesed off when you know we thought, well, when Christmas came, we thought, hang on, how come we don't get any presents? And so, so we kind of really were conscious of that. So with our own children, we've kind of tried to make Eid a very special thing, and we say, okay, we're going to give presents. Everyone is giving presents, and so it's quite exciting. People are getting ready their presents and things, and and new clothes and things like that. Um, so we've kind of tried to fill the gap of what what the kids missed out on, and and done it in that way. So then, yeah, then it is a big sort of party atmosphere, the celebration, um, and then you know you would say Eid Mubarak to people, which means you know congratulations on Eid, and um, and then people would go and visit. It's much like Chinese New Year, yeah. very much that people are going to visit people in, in their homes. They are taking gifts with them of food or whatever. People wear nice new clothes. They're out and about. So lots of activity. Um, so that that just that just sort of ends the month, and it's just like you know everyone then is quite chilled out, and there's just food everywhere. Yeah, there. and then you just eat to your heart's content. So all the time in the month where you've been so careful, suddenly you know all of that <laughs> just is put you're on let the- loose. Yeah. <laughs> and are there lots of desserts during that time? Or yeah, so? there's lots of different types of food that you will see. It's interesting because is if there you, one food that sort of uh, not one food? Well, but like, during during, for instance, during Ramadan, there's lots of uh, different types of food. Now, I because I'm kind of here and I don't really have any family, I don't tend to do it. I just do my dinner and yeah. I, and that's it. Because like Christmas, you know, you've got like turkey yeah. or Thanksgiving yeah. turkey. Is there like a so re- lots of food different that- foods? I mean, really, it's interesting because if you walk. In, if you, in Hong Kong, if you walk into Chunking Mansions lately, oh. right, then Chunking Mansions during Ramadan, you will see tables laid out with lots of things like samosas and pakoras and, and deep fried um, chilies with stuffing and, and biryanis and, and meat, all sorts of dishes, right? Um, and they just lay them out on tables and people are buying them. So you see a real kind of festive atmosphere. You see a lot of this food around. And those, especially fried food people tend to go for lots of these samosas and pakoras and stuff and 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 you know lots of fruit salads and things like that um but traditionally how you open your fast how you break your fast is you how you always open it with a date you know you have a date and maybe a bit of water yeah and and the and water um and after that it's up to you lots of people like to go for all these snacky things and then they don't have a meal others will have a bit of snack or you know it depends on what you want um dates is huge i went to dubai a few years ago and i went to the supermarket it's sort of equivalent of having cheese counters here in supermarkets um where you get like a whole section of 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 
of cheese, but there you get like whole sections of dates, uh, dates from different places, and honey as well. They've got counters yeah. of honey. There are honeys yeah. from I don't know all different places in the world uh, with uh, cedar wood or just different yeah, types of. Lots it was of just this. amazing. Uh, and, to they, see. and they do have a real sweet tooth. Yes. I mean, I think generally South Asians and stuff, and, and yes. you know, generally um, people have a sweet tooth. Lots of sweet meats. You'll have lots of baklava and these yes. types of things as well. Um, so there are lots of things on offer. And then what happens is that then when you have Eid, then people, uh, I think, you know, I would say that culturally in different localities, people have different specialities that they make across the world at Eid. I know certainly for South Asians, it's very much like they do this lovely vermicelli dish with uh, with kind of flaked almonds and dates and milk and cream. And it's a beautiful, like it's a hot dish and it's really very delicious. Um, I don't tend to, I'm not keen on sort of uh, that many sweets like that, but that one particularly is very sort of warming and you can have it hot or cold. So that is a very traditional shiokorma, they call it. But also, you know, in different areas, they have different types of things. But I think, you know, because generally Muslims, um, you know, majority of Muslims are real meat eaters. So meat plays a major role in it. So you will have lots of like, you know, certainly like korma dishes and stuff like that. And and the meat is out there, you know, yeah. so so it is very prominent. But I think, as I said, like lots of specialities in different areas as to what people are eating and things like that. But it's a very festive atmosphere. So I think, you know, when you're fasting, you tend to have these visions. You think, hmm, tonight I'm going to do this. I'm going to make this. So, you, you know, and then you kind of treat yourself. So tonight I'm making jajangmyeon, which is Korean. Okay. Because oh, yeah. <laughs> I fancied some noodles. Can yeah, you then watch some Korean drama after? And, no, and, and I, I'm, I know I give up on Korean drama. I give up on Korean dramas. I don't try and watch too much TV apart from the news. I I read books and I try and, you know... Calm and still your mind. I'm trying to sort of be a good girl. Yes, good for you, (laughs) Sadia. Well, thank you so much for your sharing. It's always so wonderful to learn about different cultures around the world. And today we learned a little bit more about Ramadan. Thank you so much for your time. And uh, thank you so much. And you'll be back again next Monday on uh, brunch. Yes, I'll be doing brunch. (laughs) Absolutely.